but your job in it is really just create logistics, hold the like space for it to happen, yes. and then allow the women to to get to know each other. And they, in my experience, tended to end up, you know, doing most of the work. And then if you got back to the house or wherever you're going to have the seduction, and there was a stalling, then I would say. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. This one is more for Seda. You talked in some TNL videos that you need the man to be able to unleash his beast from within to trust him. How can someone be comfortable and capable to unleash their beast in the sexual aspect, especially when the man doesn't have much sexual experience? I think this is an ongoing relationship outside of the bedroom with yourself. And by beast, we're talking about the part of a man that can kill something, the part of a man who is the instinctual, intuitive, untamed part of you. And that's not always in a sexual context that, that shows up in different ways. If you're in denial of that, which is hard not to be with the Me Too movement and all these things, ways that we're castrating men these days, if you're in denial of that in any way, it, it does come out sideways. It'll, it, you'll hurt your buddies or you'll hurt your family or you're just going to do weird things, um, and be manipulative or just kind of harmful. And that's usually what's referred to as toxic masculinity, which I don't really believe in, but I think that's where that comes in. So knowing this pattern and just watch yourself in, in life. Are you actually really claiming like your boundaries, your voice, like what you like, what you don't like, or are you just kind of accepting things and then doing stuff kind of sideways or in the back? If that's your behavior in the bedroom, it will translate to that as well. So you won't have like a direct access to a more untamed part of yourself and you won't like that part of yourself. So, so then you kind of repress it. So if you want to have a healthy relationship, start to just look in normal life. How do I show up? You know, where, where am I uh, willing to growl? Where am I willing to stand my ground? Where am I willing to just take something? Cause I really want it. And that will translate very nicely into the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, that's a really important because we've talked about this in terms of directness, right? Mm-hmm. So, or the difference between being direct and clear and the difference between being a nice guy who's mm-hmm. using covert contracts or hoping to get what he want, his needs met by performing for mm-hmm. other people. Yeah. It is vital in order for you to be a healthy man that's can respect yourself and get what you want to be able to do the wheel of different aspects of the wheel of exchange to be able to take and take is not robbery. Mm-hmm. Right? Take is not abuse. It can be, but in these contexts, it's like, Come over here, do this for me. Go get me a cup of tea. You know, it's like I, I perform for you, you perform for me. If we're gonna, if we want to have a relationship that's going to work at all, it has to be like that, really. Otherwise, one person doesn't matter which gender is going to be downtrodden and uh, resentful because their needs aren't being met. So, yeah, the the beast has. I mean, maybe maybe that that avatar doesn't work perfectly for you but it's like you can think about any archetype where it's like the the, the man of action the man who mm-hmm. uh, gets the things that he wants the man who is not ashamed of his animal desires right because mm-hmm. this is i mean sexuality is Very clearly good. deeply rooted in our animal selves uh, and we often have so many filters and layers and shame and conditioning over the top of it or um, in front of it that it is harder to to access so there's that. And then there's also just the, if we want to look at like a more practical thing in relation to women, 
One of the earliest drills that I give guys who are not confident to run up and go and start a conversation is to stand up tall and zap women in the eyes and just think, feel, project, I want you. Right? Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's the we look. The look. It's the look. It's it ha- the look. It happens all and the it's, time. It's, it's missing. Right. We need more. Yeah. You just zap it because it's, you're not going to get any trouble. Yes. I'm not saying, you know, you stare and sit there like the Gawk. Italian grandpa's just gawking all day once, but once you reach that age and you're an Italian grandpa, then you you're don't give a shit. Kind of you're just like, yeah, I'm going to sit here and perv on girls. No, it's not about perving. It's like, okay, I walk down the street, I make eye contact or I do my approach or whatever I'm doing and I zap them and not just 19 to 23 year old girls. Do it to a late, do it to a elegant older lady who's working it, who's dressed up in her Sunday best and mm. give her that look. All right. Because it's all seducers I know that are excellent with women are not like, uh, uh not her, not her, not her. Oh, that one maybe. Oh no, she's a 7.3. No, I won't project intent to her. I'm only, cause I get these things a, a very common I get from students. I'm very picky about who I wish, you know, who I'm willing to date. And I just don't buy it. I'm just like, you haven't earned the right to be picky yet. Uh, and I'm not picky in the sense that I will give a, a a grandma who's looking nice. I'll give her the look. Not I'm not planning on having sex with her, but it's like I'm a hungry man, and I project that out, and I know she likes it. Mm. I know women like it. And if and if I look at a woman and she shuts me down in some kind of way, then I turn it off. Because yeah. of course, not all women want it from me all the time. Mm-hmm. But it is a it's a beautiful thing, and it is women miss that. And again, I think we talked about this last time, but a majority of women, their desire doesn't kick in until they experience desire coming at them. So that look, just that look alone, sometimes I, I crave it. And it's not like I'm going to act it out, but I definitely love it. And I will definitely um, kind of want more of that. So Maybe it's harder for us to understand because we don't receive those looks. Mm-hmm. And I think male sexuality is is about let's say at some kind of core, it's about possession, consumption, ownership. It's like, I get Mm -hmm. the thing that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Whereas the woman is the thing, Mm -hmm. right? She, she gets, she, I am wanted. Desirable. Yeah. Like I think, you know, when we're fucking a woman, we're not usually thinking, oh, how do my, how does my body look? You know, am I sexy? Whatever else. Whereas a woman often is like thinking like, am I the right sex object? So it's like, we can't quite understand why, how powerful that hunger is because we don't really experience it very often. Although it's when you get a woman like who's really like ravenous for you, that's a pretty awesome feeling as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we just, you just have to accept that like this is really important. She needs to feel your desire, your hunger. And they say that stuff. I'm hungry for you. I want you. I need that meat. Mm-hmm. You know, give me that pussy. Right. It's like, it's, it's like, it's survival. I have to have it. They love it. Mm-hmm. We do love it. And I do agree with you of practicing with as many as possible. Mm. Because there are really frisky women who may not look like the part mm-hmm. and they're really frisky and they never get acknowledged. And when they do, it's like the whole being lights up, even if you don't engage with them further. Mm. It's a, it's a gift. I, I do do this to guys, but I also realize it's a gift it's because it's so uncommon. Yeah. 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 And it's an easy gift for us to give and, mm-hmm. get, and, and you get, you get a lot back. Yeah. All righty. Let's finish on a good okay. old threesome question. Okay. Hey, Sater and James, question about threesomes. James is perk up. Not at the moment. I can't handle, can't even handle one right now. <laughs> My girlfriend and I have been trying to find a girl to play with, and it's been surprisingly difficult more than finding someone when I was single. She is not bi, but is super turned on by the idea of seeing me take another woman and partaking in that and in that dynamic of pleasing me in that way. 
Good girl. <laughs> Any tips on finding someone? Our relationship doesn't currently allow me to go hook up with someone and then bring them in, which wouldn't feel right, but probably would be easier. And my girl wants to be involved in finding the third. We've been trying Tinder and have been dealing with this catfishing or, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, there's a girl guy involved in this before meeting on a date. Right. Okay, cool. So you got any advice on that? I mean, if the if the girlfriend's really into it, she also can be quite proactive, um, and that could be fun for her, even though she's not interested in the woman. Just who are you vibing with? It could even end up being a friend. I mean, it's uh, really allowing the woman also to put a lot of energy and feelers out, and just play and maybe even flirt a little bit, just allowing her own erotic edges. I think that could help because women tend to meet women. I mean, I meet tons of women all the time. We flirt with each other. Uh, there's a, it's a different environment, uh, when women interact. So that could also make it a little easier. Mm. I don't know that apps are always great, but there's an app called Field that I think is a little better than Tinder, um, for threesomes and kinky things and alternative. Field? Field, F-E-E-L-D. Oh, Field. Yeah, because yes, I, I've seen those complaints before when trying to find a threesome online that it's usually another couple yeah. and then, you know, trying yeah. to do some wife swapping thing, which is works for some people and not others. Uh, look, my, I did a lot of research on this and a lot of practice on it with my previous mm-hmm. partner. We, we went out one day and we actually filmed it. We never released the footage, but we've, we, we, we tested the difference between her approaching girls, me approaching girls and both of us she approaching girls but always with trying to get the threesome, right? So what we found better was actually me going in first because I found when she went in first, I don't know, it just the girls were freaked out. It didn't make sense to them. When I went in first and said, hey, um, I was walking down the street with my girlfriend and I pointed her and then she waves and, and smiles, when the, which mm-hmm. I, we've just agreed to do. Um, and we, we both thought you were gorgeous. Um, would, you, would you mind if she came over and said hello? They were so flattered. Mm-hmm. They can't reject me because I'm just so being such a gentleman about it. And now there's the cute girl also watching them. So they're kind yeah. of obligated to. So we always end up having a conversation that way. Uh, and then we were just out, we we're just out and proud about it. We just say, hey, listen, we're actually looking for a sexy girl to join us for a threesome. Would you like to have a drink with us? Mm-hmm. And you get so much less rejection being a man with a hot girl with you already. It's a very different dynamic. The, she will feel embarrassed to reject you both actually. Um, so just having sympathy sex. Yeah. And, and she, and also like you already have the power. Like it's a very different thing of a man approaching with a, who already has a woman. It, uh, yes, of course. Very different than less threatening. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, it's inter- like she, yeah. it piques their interest because like, well, if he's got her, then he must have something. So, mm-hmm. uh, that was the way that we found worked best. Um, just very briefly on that. When you do, if you do get on the date with them, with, with the extra girl, I just let the girls run it because I just sat them next to each other. I sat on the periphery. Uh, so usually the, like the guest is in the middle, your girl and me is over here. And then I would just leave them to chat and they would, and in my experience, they didn't re- often even talk sexual stuff. They just mm-hmm. chatted and about whatever complimented each other. I, you know, go on all the drinks occasionally would say something. I would like put my hand on the guest's knee as I leaned across to say something to my girl and whatever, just to keep that. And then I was the person that said, Hey ladies, let's, let's, shall we leave? So um, your job in it is really just create logistics, hold the, hold the like space for it to happen and then allow the women to, to get to know each other. And they, in my experience, tended to end up, you know, doing most of the work. And then if you got back to the house or wherever you're going to have the seduction, 
and there was a stalling, then I would say to my girl, usually I'd say, do you like her? And she says, yes. And I would say, you should kiss her, right? So I might be the one that kind of instigates them getting together because they weren't sure how to start. And then again, I would leave them to have their playtime until they start looking around for the dick. Mm. Unicorns, they're hard to find, but they're fun. Yeah, but I think <laughs> the, it's more, the unicorn is harder to find is the girlfriend that is into all this. Like mm-hmm. finding a girl who wants to try a threesome with a sexy pair there, there's there, there's, there's plenty of them out there. You just need to, you know, it's it's how you approach and how you yeah. lead the woman into that space. I think it's nice the way that you described it. I think it creates, for women, they'd feel safe. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles, Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.